Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I'm Doug, with me is Deb, we're joined by Dave, and I'm skipping the whole intro because I want to talk about this whole Neil Gaiman, Tom McFarlane thing. <laughs> I'd say one thing and it suddenly turns into a discussion about image comics. Well, you know, it's not my fault that you invented the character Deadbolt. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the whole thing was that um, you said McFarlane could write, and I said, now. Uh, when Spawn first started, uh, McFarlane knew he couldn't write, mm-hmm. and went, like, and played to his strengths. It was a smart move and said, I'm going to get all these top-tier writers he had. Frank Miller come in, Dave Sim Dave to Sim service, did the service. Um, Neil Gaiman, Alan Moore. Because Alan Moore wrote... Alan Moore wrote the issue where that fucking kid killer like goes to Billy. hell. Yeah, the Billy, Billy Kincaid. Um, God, I can't remember that. Um, and then uh, he wrote the first Violator miniseries. Which was great because it had the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, pistache, uh, the Admonisher. Um, Once again, that sounds vaguely biblical, the Admonisher. Who wrote the Clan issue? The Clan issue? Yeah, there was the one where... That had been McFarlane. Because it wasn't, it wasn't like in the first 25 issues. It was... Because that's, that's when I dropped off. I it figured was right out near the end of that. Me. I think it was right near the end of that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That era. Um... Yeah, once he became, like, the king of the alley, I was like, and I'm out. But so anyway, so he had Neil Gaiman come in and write, um, and it was the issue that introduced Cogliostro and um, Angela, Angela, who both appear in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, is a cameo, and Cogliostro is, like, a main the, character. Lead. He's the yeah. guide. Um, it's been so long since I watched that movie. Don't waste it your time. Yeah, it doesn't. It, didn't, it wasn't good when it came out. I actually out. found the director's so cut heard. on Blu-ray and went, oh, it's not $5. Screw it. If it had been five dollars, would have gotten it. I'd be interested to see what the director's cut was like, because I mean, the director's it's, cut of Green Lantern didn't make it good, but it made it less bad. You know, and I'll always, I'll always praise the virtues of the uh, un- the director's cut of Daredevil. I mean, it made it a significantly better movie. It did. It did. Uh, it cut out all of the fucking romantic shit. And added a, uh, a a rape murder case that they were working on that had nothing to do. That got completely cut out. Fuck that it's Always Coolio. Always comes back to rape. Always comes. It's been a while. Um, so uh, <laughs> so what happened was that um, there was a rights dispute yeah. over Angela and Cogliastro, and that image is real big on on uh, creator rights. Well, McFarlane. On the, on the other side of that coin was like, nope, I had everything to work for hire, and everyone's like, what, are you fucking serious? Like, that's the opposite of image. image. It's literally what, the opposite of your image. Based image. On when, when it came out, yeah. Yeah, so they got into this massive fucking um, legal, battle. legal battle. Gaming got the rights. He managed to somehow finagle the rights to Miracle Man. I'm not quite sure how that happened. And then he ended up selling... Part of a deal, some kind of exclusive deal with Marvel, that Marvel got the rights to Marvel Man or Miracle Man, and they're letting um, Morrison finish out like some kind of unfinished run. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And this all started because we were talking about Grant Morrison, Super Gods, which yes, I know, Deb, I'm still not finished with. But it's a chronological. Yeah, I wonder why I've been reading trash. Maybe it's because I don't have anything else to read. You know what? You didn't open Nerdist Way because I know because it's covered in cat hair and dirt. Or dust. He has a point. Air dirt. I tried to read a self-help book. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm going to be reading it next. I actually, uh, I actually uh, gave an eyeball to the app that um, 
Hardwick uh, says is a really good like to do, and it yeah. sets it up as an RPG. Yeah. It's fucking three dollars. I'm pretty sure he's in the pocket of big apps. <laughs> Oh. Sorry. Sorry. I just wanted to get that joke in there. So what do we actually have on the list? Are you done talking about image? Probably not. No. But This all started because I said one phrase, the deadbolt is tight. And you immediately responded that could have been an image character from the 90s. Yeah, we, ta- we talked yeah, about that it, it could, could have, have been a member of Youngblood. Youngblood, what works? Any of those... Cr- and how much no one cares about Wills Perticio. Sorry, mm-hmm. Wills. No one cares. You are the forgotten son of Image. Once again, I'm pretty sure they gave uh, Kirkman his spot. Because <laughs> I know Kirkman's part of Image. Yeah, like, yeah like he's, he's one of the guys. The... But he's way more... Like, he's so much more important than Wills in terms of oh. product and marketing. And by the way, Thank I saw... Thank you, Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I end up seeing the, the picture of the... The um, all the cast in the premiere of um, the fifth season premiere of Walking Dead, and it's great because all the women are dressed like they're going to the fucking Emmys, right? Mm-hmm. And all the guys were in suits, and even um, Norman Reedus looks good. Norman Reedus always. I looks know. Good. I was waiting for that. But Daryl's wearing a suit. Yeah. That he probably stole from a zombie, um, or his grandfather's grave because he's a fucking hillbilly. But um. Now I have banjos in my head. <laughs> Banjo. Um, so, don't get that stuck in my head. I'm really happy with that fucking <laughs> in there. But, uh... banjos. Yeah, but now I'm thinking it with pinch harmonics, so it's fucking metal, which we'll talk about later. But, um... And it's great, because, like, Kirkman's in, like, an untucked, like, dress shirt and jeans at the, at the end of the row. Oh. And I'm just like, way to fucking go, Kirkman. Like, he's like, fuck you. I made this shit. I don't have to dress up. Like, he could have just worn, like, fucking sweats, and I'd been like, yeah, fucking fat pants. Way to go, Kirkman. Don't shave. Good on you. You're gonna be that guy, aren't you? What's that? You're gonna be the guy at the end of the row in sweatpants unshaven. Mm-hmm. I'm that guy anyway. Not all the time. <laughs> Invite me to an awards show, Hollywood. I won't make an effort. <laughs> By not making an effort, you're really standing out. So, kind of on the same line, they finally put up a new season of Comic Book Men on Netflix. Uh-huh. I fucking burned through that in one day. I don't know why I love that it's show Pawn so Stars much. for Nerds. It really mm-hmm. is. Like mm-hmm. I said, I don't know why I love that show so much, but Brian I totally Johnson. do. That's the answer. Have Brian you ever Johnson. listened to their podcast? No. But it's just his... It's different. It's well, really the, different. Well, Smith, Kevin Smith pops up on, I think, the first like handful, and then it just devolves into... Like, the guys from the show, and then you realize that Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan are busy doing, like, Tell Him Steve Dave, and then it just ends up being Mike and Ming, which yeah. they have their own podcast, which is Why overkill. Why are they always because... so mean to Ming? Poor Ming. Yeah, Mike and the Ming minority? Have, they, theirs is actually, like, a comics rewind for the week, though. Yes, but it's like, they keep having, like, Rob, Bruce, Ming, and Mike on a podcast that's comic book men, and I'm like... Okay, you know, I can... I can't do it. Supposedly it's in development, but I can watch seasons and seasons of Rob Bruce just going around and appraising things and talking Is about that in the works? Yeah. yeah. Oh, for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, so you want to see it too. Like, oh, God, that, yes. That would be the best job ever. Pop culture expert. Like, that's literally his title. Yeah, he's a pop culturist. Um, which, if I would have do a liberal arts college in California, I could have gotten my fucking degree in. Um... 
You say you say pop culturist, but now I'm just thinking of people like growing cultures and seeing what kind of virus or bacteria that you happen to have. And you say pop culturist, and I want to be like they have a horrible case of the Warhols. Boo! I grew what killed Michael Jackson better or worse. You made him better. You made him worse or better. better. You want to talk about Jawbreaker real quickly? Since you're alone on this one? Yeah, it's a horrible, horrible candy. It breaks your jaw. Don't eat it, kids. Well, I didn't know if it's you were talking band. about bad, the, the bad movie, words, the, the bad no, words, the band, or an actual jawbreaker. The, the first um, thing I'm, I said when he said break down jawbreaker was the movie or the band. Um, <laughs> well, as much as I love watching a movie where Marilyn Manson rapes a corpse... Um, <clears throat> that doesn't happen. He has sex with Rose McGowan with the corpse in the closet. Yes. As Marilyn Manson would do. Like you do. <laughs> like you do. I mean, it's just wasted time. He had those ribs removed to blow himself, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. Um, I love him talking about that in his book, too. Mm-hmm. Which is surprisingly Long Hard Road Out of Hell. Yeah, surprisingly oh, it's, Which, well, really enough, was the name of the song that he did with the Sneaker Pimps on the Spawn soundtrack. Let's bring it all around. The, po- uh, the, the polishing and, Actually, it wasn't a bad soundtrack. The Slayer track was fucking horrible. But anyway. Boo on you, Slayer, for that one. I mean, I know only half you were alive. So I'm sorry, but that was a really bad song, and it probably killed two of you. Um, oh, now I feel bad. I'm sitting on Jeff Hanneman's grave, and I shouldn't be. If bad music could kill people, we would all be fucking dead. Well, that's pretty much the concept of lullaby, right? It was a poem. It wasn't. A poem. I know. So jawbreaker. <laughs> this is the Doug's antagonistic episode. That's every episode. It is. Anyways, so Jawbreaker, Jawbreaker the band? I've rediscovered Jawbreaker. I was never a huge fan. <sighs> Only stuff I've ever liked by Jawbreaker are covered. He's an excellent songwriter because I've heard other bands it's cover the songs. His lyrics and they're are amazing. fucking amazing. Lucero's cover of um, Kiss the Bottle, Kiss the oh, Bottle man. is amazing. Well, I have the same problem with you. I don't like the music. I like the lyrics. Well, but you don't like Jess. Well, because I know because I killed Jess Brazil for you, but... Um, I broke up with a girl and pretty much played nothing but... I'll get there in a second. Played nothing but Jets to Brazil. And Romeo and Juliet by Dire, Dire Straits. Straits. Oh, God. I, to this day, get vaguely angry and think of Doug whenever I hear Dire Straits, Romeo and Juliet. It has gotten to the point where now when I hear that song, I don't think of the ex-girlfriend. I think of Deb. Think where I'm like, Deb man, angry. this song <laughs> made, makes Deb so mad. And then Piglet's in the background going, but I broke your heart. I'm like, yeah, yeah, not important. Deb's mad at me. Deb has usurped the ex-girlfriend. Not a brag? No. What's the opposite of a brag? It's a compusult. Compusult. See what I did there? It's an explain a brag. It's an explain. Damn you, community. Uh, which is coming back. I just listened to The Nerdist with Dan Harmon. Uh, they're talking late January. Okay. Um... Yvette Nicole Brown will not be back. Oh. Oh. But I guess uh, Harmon's really, really leaning on Glover. Is that actually going to be on NBC? Or the no, it's going to be on, on Yahoo. It's on yeah. Yahoo, yeah. Okay. So in the, in the words of uh, Dino Stampanopoulos, unfuck Sony? <laughs> I don't know if you heard about that moment yeah. at Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah. Dino Stephanopoulos. He's been involved with so many things. They, a- they actually do definitively say he is a god of mischief. 
<laughs> oh god, now I'm picturing him as Loki or Coyote. Coyote. Yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think he may actually be an agent of chaos. Like when the Joker is like talking to fucking Two Face in Dark Knight, and he's like, "Introduce all chaos." Like, that's Dino Stampanopoulos. <laughs> that's Starburns. I'm oh, sorry, his name is Alex. Alex. <laughs> so I've rediscovered Jawbreaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, once again, I, his lyrics just blow me the fuck away. Yeah. Um, well, he's I, a poet. He, yeah, he minored in poetry. Uh, it's it's not a coincidence that. Thank you, Matt. That's Matt Bailey's the reason I know that. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, and by the way, fuck you, Matt Bailey. I'm keeping shotgun facelift, and I'm keeping the term. She'll eat you raw and shit you cooked. Um. <clears throat> yeah. We traded intellectual properties. Fuck off. I'm keeping them all. I'm the Todd McFarlane of this podcast. Um. <laughs> bring it. But, uh, anyway, so I've rediscovered, uh, Jawbreaker, and it's once again, like, it's, it, and you, Deb, you've known me, it's been a love affair with me and Blake Schwarzenbach for decades. As long at this as I've point. known you. Um, it, it helped influence a relationship I had, where the, the girl I ended up going out with, her first question to me that wasn't work-related was, so, do you like a band called Jets Brazil? And I just slowly turned around as if it were a John Hughes movie and went, I worship at Blake Schwarzenbach's altar. Like, and I do. It's not a coincidence he and I have the same degree. Not a coincidence, except for the, I minored as well in graphic design, because you on the internet need to know that. But, um... Something else we've both rediscovered lately. Metal! No, we've both been rewatching Party Down. God damn right we have. Okay, so... I don't want you serving them two jiggers. jiggers. The preferred term is jiggros. This led to a discussion at my work, actually. Is Jigger short for something? If it is, it's probably Polish, like Jigorowski. I have no idea. Well, I, I don't, I don't believe it is. A yeah. It's a of... Jigger. Well, no, it's, it's the little metal thing you yeah. use to... Yeah, it's a Jigger, yeah. Should I stop saying Jigger? For cotton chicken. <laughs> yep. That was what I was looking for. That awkward silence. <laughs> So Adam Scott is so dry and so funny. And by the way, can you not stop staring at his hair the entire fucking show? I actually don't have a problem with that. Oh my god, maybe it's maybe just it's me going I've bald. Maybe I've watched a bunch of Parks and Rec, but... His hair is so awesome! <laughs> I'm maybe bald, I'm jealous, change... I'll say it. Maybe we should change the podcast to Awkward Silence with Devin Duck. <laughs> No applause, just the awkward silence. Hello, silence, my old clap. I think we just named the podcast. Um, the episode. Okay, so we actually probably probably should have talked about this when we were talking about comics, but we've now finally watched two episodes of Gotham. Three? No, it's only two. I think they should have hired a better director than George Lucas. That is some of the most wooden fucking acting I've ever seen. Especially Jada Pinkett Smith is the Jar Jar Pinks of this show. There Jada Pinkett Smith is like the she, best did you actress see the on the show. Episode? I haven't seen the second one yet. She, no, fuck off. I don't even care if I'm clipping the mic. She has this dial, this fucking monologue where she's talking about taking out Falcone and it is the most awkward, overacted thing I've ever seen. And it's Jada Pinkett Smith. She knows how to act. And she actually, yeah, she's... 
She acts she like her kids. Oh, wow. wow. With my hair back and forth. Yeah, I was going to say. And one of them doesn't even fucking act. She just like headbangs and that became a thing. Now I'm hearing... Never mind. She is the Billy Ray Cyrus of African American actors. Oh, wow. So Gotham. Was that clever or racist? You decide. It was clever. The second right. episode just, it seemed very stilted and awkward to me, and there wasn't enough resolve in it, and you don't get any type of clues. Just, it, ugh. I will say, Donald Luge, tearing it up. He is the reason to watch it. I, even him in the first episode, I was really, really when disappointed When I heard he was playing Bullock, I'm like, yeah, it's uh, perfect. I thought it was perfect. Godoy, perfect yeah. casting. It's yeah. just the direction in it. The, the only two people who, in the first episode, that actually caught my attention at all were Jada Pinkett Smith and whoever it is they have playing the Penguin. Oh God! He was born to play it. I mean, he. It's the Tom uh, Hiddleston Loki. I mean, like mm-hmm. where it's like there's no one else that could have done it. I, I think it's and, and truly embrace it. That's the only character that I really had. Any interest in the future development of and Carol Kane's where his he's going to go? Really? Yeah, yeah. They, they, wow. they they end up talking to his they, mom, they and it's mom Carol Kane. And she it, sounds like her character on Taxi. I was going to say, she's extremely Eastern European. Like I said, she I sounds like because she's never done that character before. Nope. Nope, not even when she was oh. TV married to fucking uh, Andy Kaufman. <laughs> I was gonna say on that note, Andy Kaufman. It's been thirty years. Has it really? Yeah, I supposedly. think he faked his death. That's that the whole like thing. Him. Was his whole it, that, that was a big story that came out this week. Was um, there's a book written by his manager and somebody else who was related to his camp that he did fake his death and that his whole plan was thirty years or so after. Because he subsequently died. Dude, he's gonna come back in wrestling. And thirty years. If, that, if I were him, was like in February be. this year or something. So. Hmm. Well, Fall TV is finally here, hence why Gotham is back. Not yet. Well, most of it is. Starts this week. But it also means that... Next week we're going to have some fucking shit to talk about. We are going to have a lot to talk about. Arrow and Flash. But it also means that all the new seasons are going up on Netflix. Yeah. Which is awesome. So I accidentally... So Arrow finally? No, not yet, unfortunately. (laughs) No. Like, day before new Arrow premieres is when they're finally going to put season two up on Netflix. Oh, that's bullshit. The only episodes that they didn't put... On Hulu, outside of like when they were first premiered, um, were eight and nine the Flash episodes. The what? The no, those were on Hulu. The, they were on Hulu right after they showed on oh, and then regular they didn't TV, cycle and then back they through. cycled back through, okay. and then when they cycled back through, the only two they didn't show were eight and nine. Was However, that, uh, the original, the John <coughs> Wesley Ship stuff. Yes. Who's that, man? The second season of Arrow, the mm. episodes that set up the Flash series. Like I said, when they cycled back through, they um, pulled those from Hulu. Yeah, because I hadn't watched, I hadn't started watching Arrow until midway through the second season. It's Lightning is in a coma in the end. Like, there's, I know you're going to giggle, but like, as a backdoor pilot, like, there wasn't a whole lot. <laughs> Someone's staring my ass. Um, Stop touching me. <laughs> but you're still white. Don't touch me. Um, name that movie. Um, it was Undercover Brother. Um, uh, written by the same guy that wrote the book is. that U-Turn was based on. 
Well, figure that one out. Um, yeah, they it, it, there wasn't that much to it. It's like, hi, I'm Barry Allen. I've got I've gone like weird like. I guess a forensic scientist can go rogue. He did. He went rogue, and his mom was killed by a tornado. Sort of the reverse flash, and you will show some goddamn respect. Anyways, if we could talk about what I wanted to talk about, yeah. I accidentally got sucked into watching another CW show called Rain, which is basically the that CW. Is a show? Yes, it's basically the CW's version of Game of Thrones. Ah. Oh, no, Rain, R-E-I-G-N. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I saw, watching all the Arrow on Hulu, uh, yeah. I saw commercials for, for it. Had no interest. See, that's I actually just got I... sucked in because I like the costuming. Because uh-huh. the costuming is really interesting. There's no boobs in violence, though. It's on TV. I know. It's on there, network there's, television. There is violence. There's no boobs, though. There's no boobs, though. How violent could it be? Huh? How violent could it be? Yeah, it's, it's like network pretty, television. There's a lot it's... of poison and murder. Yeah, because there's no blood and poison. Mm-hmm. Well, normally through the ears and the mouth. Sounds like a fucking joke. Uh, there are a lot of things that they do on the arrow, on Arrow that surprise me they get away with on network television. No blood. Yeah, that's true. It's like the same way... He shoots with arrows, but you never see anyone bleed. Like that's I said, it's, like, it's the same way that they get away with all the violence on Samurai Jack. No blood. Well, he fights robots. Exactly. Like that, I said. that would actually knock down a movie from PG-13 to PG. I know. Because it's not human-on-human violence. Did we talk about the um, mm. uh, Deadpool rating? The Jessica Chabot thing? I believe we did. The, yeah, the... What about it? Well, that... They were, they, Fox has said we're doing a Deadpool yeah, movie. 2016. Yeah. February and 2016. That it's, they didn't say this, but I'm, we know... We know... It's based on the fact that you had that leaked uh, footage. test yeah. footage. Yeah, there's that no was question. Brilliant. That was amazing. And it was yeah, like because you of all people will know like that moment where you like that you go where he shows the picture. Well, no, that you you, you just go. They got him right. Like mm-hmm. they, they. Oh they, yeah. Okay, the second that I knew that is when he comes through the sunroof to Angel in the morning. And turn. I was well, going to say, and it's a he's singing fucking the, the bananas at the beginning. Banana, he's singing, he's singing, singing and then Gwen turns to the camera, and I'm like, boom! You've got the the meta. You've got the meta. You have to bring the fourth wall. You've got mm-hmm. the. And he goes. Yeah, it's he not even. The, it's the, not the even drawing. like angry. He's just like, this is going to happen now. He points at the. Yeah. <laughs> the and picture of him decapitating the guy. Goes, I'm the cure. Well, maybe not the cure. The topical solution. I was going to say, and then you realize that's the picture he was drawing before yeah. he jumps off the roof. And then he's got, like, Wade, like, like uh, masking tape on onto radio. his radio. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they got it right. We've talked about this before. But the news is, it's going to be PG-13. PG-13. That's the response I was looking for was, it's a silent fuck, is what I like to call it. No jokes about it, my sex life. It, um... I'm still gonna. I mean, I'll, I'll it was the, there. The jury's out until it comes out. Well, here's the thing: there was an idea that was pitched. By uh, I'm laughing at something completely different, okay. but because um, <laughs> I thought you were gonna explain the silent fuck part. Um, no, I'm moving on. Yeah. Oh well, that just hurts. <laughs> anyway, this is gonna get weird. Um, I've made it weird. Fuck you, Pete Holmes. I make it weird. Um, Michael Chabot... Uh, Michael Chabot. Who the fuck is Jessica that? Oh, Chabot. Yeah, thank you. Um, suggested that they actually bleep the curse words. 
And then that, that and that, almost and that Deadpool is aware That's... that it's being bleeped, and he's like, "What the beep? I can't say beep. Oh man, this is gonna give me a beeping headache." Like I said, that would almost be funnier and be PG. Now, could you do that the whole two hours? No, no, I think it would get annoying if that was just a. But to have that as like kind of a joke a in the first act mm-hmm. would be brilliant. And go well if I stop saying beep, can I stab a guy? And then he does and goes, "Oh, okay." Compromise reached. Like yeah, and then he actually publicly says it and he goes, "Thanks, MPAA, moving on." Like you know, and trudges into whatever is going to happen in that movie. I assume he's going to be taking on the Yakuza because he doesn't really have an arch enemy. No. I mean, they, he's, got, he's got Slayback and Wolverine. Are they... talk? Have they said who's writing? Are they going with the script that was written by the guys from Zombieland? Or, yeah, or, yeah. Oh, that... That's... Sounds, they read a sample of the actual script and it was mostly bleeped. There's That's a lot awesome. of promising things heading into this. We'll see how it forms. You said there's some kind of weird legalese that Ryan Reynolds is going to be Deadpool. Supposedly. They haven't nailed it down yet. I don't they're going to back they... a truck of money up to him. They don't you can't have to do back it without a truck him. of money up to him, is though. That's the whole like thing. Is this going to be like the Robert Downey Jr. Yes. Iron Man 3 incident? Yes. Back the money truck on up. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I, for As much as he has talked about it in public and as much as he has given... His support behind I, the project. I didn't mind him as Wade in, 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 in Wolverine Origins. He did well with the what outfit he was as Wade doing. in Wolverine Origins was pretty atrocious. It's just like a red. I'm yeah. saying Speedo. Um, <laughs> a little telling. Um, it's just like red spandex, but he's got the sword skills. He's an asshole. Yeah. Because he refers to Saber as having bag lady nails, which is a total Deadpool thing to say. Mm-hmm. Yes, but at the end, he can't speak. Well, that wasn't Deadpool, and we're not going to get in on that because I could eat up the rest of the goddamn episode bitching about yeah. how bad they fucked that up. Yay, they gave him... T- and they the worst part is they tried to make him Deadpool. They tried to make him Deadpool. Uh-huh. They gave him the swords. They gave him the teleporter that he used to use under the Rob Leefield yep. thing. Like, and they gave him, like, the scars and the, the, the makeup on the eyes. But God. Damn it, Cyclops' eye beams made no fucking sense. Though it did you look cool when his like his head tumbled down. With your arms while we're recording. Yeah, it's a lot of physical movement. Don't worry, I'm describing it if you just let me get through it. But um Wow, that was really antagonistic. Such a bitch. I wait, what? What? Hmm? What? I really hmm? think the first Wolverine movie ruined the X-Men. Well no, Last Stand ruined the X-Men. I liked Last Stand. Stand. I mean, I think they fucked <coughs> Psylocke up. I think they fucked up a lot of the Omega people, the weird yeah. Mor- Morlock people, uh, is what I think they were kind of going I, for. It seemed like they were shooting for the <laughs> Morlocks, but then... Dude. But I, you know, I mean, I, Kelsey Grammer's The Beast was, uh, once again, another, choice. like, doy, like, choice. of course you're going to cast him. Um, but I liked, I mean, it was, it was kind of a, oh, God, I don't want to say that. Um, because that's not true. Um, it's never stopped you before. That's true. I was going to say it's kind of a Christopher Nolan Dark Phoenix saga, but that's not true. But it was kind of a, a, a more grounded story of the Dark Phoenix. Yeah. And really, like, she's in a village full of werewolves right now. Like, is it not impossible that she would be suffering from rabies in West End? Just saying. Is that a hemlock grove pole? Or that is, yeah. Well, 
By pull, you mean I pulled a muscle stretch reaching for that premise? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, so, because we had a friend over, uh, I had a friend over on Monday, she made me watch The Crows with her. The what? The, the Crows. Crudes. Is it pronounced Crudes? I would believe so. The Being caveman? That it's a bunch of caveman. The caveman movie with yes. uh, Nicolas, not Nicolas Cage. Ryan yes, no, Ryan no. Well, they're both Was in Nicolas it. Cage in it? Yeah, Nick, this, that's the only reason to watch it. Is apparently, Nicolas Cage his, apparently like, Nicolas Cage's new movie can shake your faith. Which one is that? Uh, Left Behind. It's all about the rapture. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Kirk Cameron remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The remake yeah, yeah, yeah. of the Kirk of Cameron the, films. the Lazarus people, or whatever yeah. they call them. That's, that's like a series of like almost, oh, no. I think like seven books. Everyone's yes. gone. Which apparently, maybe I've been looking at this gets more and more diabolical and, and violent and just non Christian. Yeah. Yes. As the series goes along. I'd never read any of them. Uh, yeah, he plays... Yeah. It was... Uh, yeah, that was... Well, that's what James... James Cameron. It's what... Uh, um, Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron, thank you. Um, Mike Seaver is known for. Um, well, that, <laughs> I got that off the top of my head, but couldn't remember his actual name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did like... It's not called The Lazarus People, but it's something like that. Something along those lines. Where he's yeah. like some kind of paramilitary... Christian with the rapture. It was a trilogy, yeah. I remember. Because uh, that's when he went insane. Um, and by that I mean touched by Jesus. Touched by the Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Jesus. But yeah, the crew's only reason to watch is Nicolas Cage as a caveman. <clears throat> does he look at the money for clues? He does not look at the Then money I don't want to see it. Can he emote? The way that Nicolas, Nicolas Cage can emote. Which is really funny because the character physically... I'm a vampire! ...actually looks a lot like Patrick Warburton. <laughs> Do what? The character actually looks a lot like Patrick Warburton. You're saying Patrick Warburton looks like a caveman? He is a little crumb magnet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. I'll give you that. I know you. Whoa. You want know to talk about Trust Me? Yeah, do so. Um, I can make these jokes about every movie I see, I swear to God. You missed last week on Bad Words. That was a great setup. Um, trust Me. Clark Gregg, shut up. Clark, Clark no, Gregg's, no, which we're going to talk about. So don't get me off topic with no, you shut up. Um, Clark Gregg's uh, most recent, Bonmo, um, is fantastic. It's about. I watched it while it was airing. Trust me? Yeah. It's a movie. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. Sorry, go ahead. Right. Um,. It's the first movie I believe he's done since Choke. Okay. Because he adapted well, and directed Choke. Choke. Wasn't that his first attempt? His first film? Uh, no, he made his name doing um, um, uh, script doctoring and, and screenwriting. Because he di- he wrote... Um, oh, what the fuck was that movie with Harrison Ford with the bathtub? Um, what Lies Beneath? I was going to say The Fugitive, but yeah. Um, Air Force One. Star Wars. Get off my plate. Get off! Oh my God, he has like the most like Warshack, give me back my face moment on that one, where he's like, "Get off my plane!" And he uses that goddamn Air Force One voice on the fucking Star Wars teaser. I haven't seen that yet. It's there's not a lot. It's a lot of Harrison Ford voiceover where he goes, like, "When the war is over, then we can like examine the morality of our actions." And you're like, "Well, obviously Luke isn't there to temper him." Yes. Um, and I just assume that Princess Leia has left Han for Lando. Um, <laughs> got the Billy D. Well, you know, once you go black, you go deaf. Colt forty-five. 
Family Guy. You never saw that one? When the kids are all doing it in the ear, and the phrase is, once you go black, you go deaf. Oh, my God. Can we now, pause for a I... second so I can take some leave? Um, so, Clark's Gre- Clark Gregg's uh, new movie, uh, about a down-and-out uh, child actor agent who was previously a child actor. Okay. It's a dark comedy, and I will tell you right now, it takes a very dark twist. And then it twists that twist even darker. Like, you really don't see a lot of it coming. Oh. So... Right, Love sorry, it. I was, was going to make an M. Night Shyamalan joke, but it doesn't what seem appropriate. doesn't seem appropriate. I see that. So you really liked it? I actually did. I, I thought the ending was a little... Hairy-handed. It was a little typewriter hands? Mm, no. I, I, I thought that... Hold on. Was it a little Legend of Seeker? No. Oh, God, no. It was like, hey, you know this metaphor? It's going to fuck your face in the third act. Okay. Like... It's, it's that, where it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. He keeps seeing butterflies. There's a metamorphosis thing. There's a Franz, Franz Kafka, like, thread throughout the whole movie. And there actually is a Franz Kafka. Uh, uh, Kafka. Well, he at one point uh, om- goes to a school play um, because apparently the cockroach kid is really good. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, but it. I mean, there's it, like he keeps seeing butterflies. There's a huge metamorphosis yeah. thread through the whole thing, um, even with the character that his client is trying out for, which is kind of a uh, Bella from Twilight. It's that kind of yeah. Um, she gets to stand there with her mouth open, looking slightly dumb the entire time. No, no, she well, well, whatever. I mean, yeah, it's 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 based Kristen on. Kristen Stewart is the reason that pot should be illegal. What? Uh huh. No sense. <laughs> I'm sure you knew that, right? Yeah. Two minutes of Kristen Stewart making no sense. sounds. Awesome. But uh, yeah, I I highly recommend it. Um, once again, indie, you know, VOD on demand, um, limited theatrical release. Highly recommend it. And by the way, speaking of VOD, um, probably next week I'm going to try to gra- grab it. <laughs> I'll try to grab Sorry. it for you, uh, Harmontown. Yes, absolutely. Comes out in between us talking. So. I was going to say, I'm sorry that we're starting to get sick. Do you want to talk about Orange is the New Black? I'm sorry, what? Orange is the New Black. But what do you call it for short? Orange is the New Black. That's not short at all. Wouldn't you just call it Blorange? No. Blorange. Yeah. Blorange sounds like something Liz Lemon would yell if she's really upset. Blorange! Blorange! Um, so I've been watching, I just got into Orange is the New Black. Don't spoil it, Internet. Um, I'm almost Spoiler in the first alert, season. Laura Prepon's a Scientologist. Really? Yes. Oh. Wait, like in real life or oh, in yeah. the show? Sad panda. In real life. Oh. She's no that's longer, a disappointment. She's no longer allowed no to No wonder Topher Grace left for Africa. <laughs> was that was that too deep of a cut? Was that Absolutely not. Wow, okay. that was awesome. Um, <laughs> um, unfortunately, he picked up the symbiote del- disease while he was there. Um, I had background wow. me being a nerd. Yeah. Um, symbiote, Ebola, whatever. Made him black. What was that? Aww. What did he say? 
made him black. Afro, got the disease and it made him black. Ooh. Once you go symbiote, you never go <laughs> back. <laughs> this is devolving very, very quickly. Yeah. This is how it normally goes. Because Anyways. I just imagine that at this point, like, couldn't the case be made that the symbiote is effectively raping your nervous system? Yeah. No, it's exactly what it's doing. So, really... Venom, the 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 uh, the 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 abstract of, of of Venom, would be an alien nerve rapist. You mean like the uh, face sucker? No, that at least buys you a drink before it cramps its thing down your throat. Facebook, like alien I would. Long. Sorry. You are really selling yourself hard on this one, Doug. Did you say wing wong? Yes. Okay. Um, what were we on? Lord. <laughs> Got it. So, I'm really liking it. The fact that I've only had it three days and I'm almost through the first season, mm -hmm. I can see why you would binge this show. Yeah. Um, Have you watched any of it? Yeah, I've watched most of the first season. It's, it's Oz with less violence and more boobs. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I liked Oz. It got a little soap opera even near the end. Um, but, I mean, I remember watching Oz and being like, huh, I'm never going to jail. That didn't work out. But, um, I never went to prison. Don't so, to prison. I guess it did work. Huh? Don't go to prison. No. No. It's it's not like the movie Let's Go to Prison. It's more like Oz or Blorange. Um, but I can see... Oh, my God. Let, let's just talk about real quick, because I'm the one that's watched it. No, no. Dave's no, I've seen, this, I've seen the better season. part of the Kate season. Mildrew. Are you fucking Jeez. out of your mind? I thought Amazing! Awesome. Coming off of okay. Janeway? Coming off of NTSF SDSUV? Mm -hmm. Yes, I actually got that right. Like hand jibber, hand jibber, exactly. Coming off of <laughs> that's the origin of that phrase. Yeah, hand jibber, because um, they can't say hand job on comedy or uh, Cartoon Network. Um, but by the way, real quick, total sidebar. I know you love me. Shut up. Did you know that Hanna Barbera doesn't actually exist except in name now? Yeah. Oh, I believe. Okay, it. I'm the I'm the last guy to know. All right, cool. Just saying. Um, it, it only exists for marketing purposes and, and rates. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Because I was like, what the fuck is Anna Barbera done? Because I was trying to sell a girl on um, Early Adult Swim. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, you've got to see... see, see well, it started It started with the quote, which weirdly enough ties to Orange is the New Black, to they did... I, I watched the episode where they did the, the, the Scared Straight episode. Oh, Yeah. Which led me to the Venture Brothers Scared Straight, Straight episode. One of my favorite. Can I chew you up and spit you out? No, I'm not talking about Mecha Mouth. Actually, my favorite quote from that episode is, You think you're hot shit in a champagne glass, but you're really cold, cold diarrhea in a Dixie, Dixie cup. God damn it. And then he sells one of the Venture Brothers he for a cigarette to King, to King Gorilla. To King Gorilla. For a and he goes, Wait a minute. You're Dean fucking Venture. Give me my cigarette back. No, give me my kid back. And King Gorilla's like, no, fuck you, give me a dollar. I don't even smoke! Yeah, um... <coughs> so I went on this whole, like, weird, uh, Orange is the New Black to Venture Brothers to talking to my coworker about, like, oh, well, you you need to check out Harvey Birdman, you need to check out the first season of Aqua Teen, um, pretty much anything Space Ghost. Yeah, C-Lab. I actually said up to third season, so before uh, Captain Murphy's voice dies, whatever his name was, um, the episode with Bebop Cola. Oh. Every time I see it, when he gets trapped under the Bebop Cola machine with the scorpion. Uh huh. Stingy. 
Or pokey? What are they, they called? I, I don't remember. They I end up getting in like, some weird symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he like transforms into some giant mutant from all the Bebop Cola with all the baby scorpions that have uh-huh. hatched all over him. I'm just like, this show is so weird, but so awesome. Um, and the Bizarro episode. Oh, I was going to say the Bizarro. I'm helping, I'm helping, Bizarro, I'm helping. Joke's on you, I turtle face a buttload of peanuts. <laughs> the part where she's gonna have a baby and fucking like uh what is it Qu- Quinn finally unveils his robot cock oh god I love that I'm just gonna say the ongoing argument on whether or not Stormy is handicapped or if he's just too lazy to get out of the get damn up. chair mm-hmm. not Stormy uh cause Stormy's the dumb one You're looking at me like I'm wrong. No, no, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's Stormy. Because it's the whole, like, there's a black Stormy? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Debbie and black Debbie. (laughs) That's racist. We don't call you white White Stormy. There's a black black Stormy? Stormy? Um, I can't remember the name of the fucking guy in the chair, though. And they stab him in the leg, and he's like, I don't feel a thing. (laughs) Which is, I was going to say, the first And he's the one that... He gets the whatever drug that was. It's it's like but a, it's a blowfish toxin. toxin, and he's marketing it as a supplement with seaweed. I, I'm graph- full of the light of Modox, a layer of Tiamat. The, the the whole graphic they have every time I start to get high, where is the pupils well, dilating? And dant, then, yeah. Dant. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a koala crap. The rainbow, my brain. I'll remember that line till the day I die. That might be my last words. I'll put that on your tombstone. It's, it's like a rainbow. Like, like a koala crept a rainbow in my brain. Uh, do you have any more thoughts on Orange is the New Black? I like it! Um, I was led to believe you see Laura Propon's boobs really early on, and you don't. don't. So, I mean, boo on you on that tease, but... Who led you to believe that? The internet. Well, I guess the internet was wrong. No! You bite your tongue. The internet is wrong. No, you should. All of a sudden, I'm in a period piece. Sorry. Um, no, you shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. Now I feel like we're in an episode of Bob's Burgers, and you and I are Andy and Ollie. Nope. Now we're in an episode of No, you shut up. I watched No, you shut up. It's fantastic. Why have you not seen this? I have no idea what you're talking about. Paul F. Tompkins, hosting a political panel show with puppets. Because you okay. haven't seen it. I'm tired. I watched the one with Patton Oswalt where he argues with a hot dog. Is this on Fusion Central or oh, Fusion? Fusion. I believe it's FusionTV.com. You can get the first two seasons. Okay. Um, I was hunting for it like online in <coughs> maybe not okay venues. Um, couldn't find it. Finally went, okay, oh, there's a legit and right there. Found the, yeah, of course. Found the first two seasons. So the Ahoy Matey didn't work? I don't use Ahoy Matey. Okay. It's too high profile. Um, Subtle, guys. Subtle. Nobody will get that. Well, that's actually the point, is that it's subtle enough that I'm going, nope. I don't do that. Um, I don't go there. And I don't, actually. In truth, I don't go there. Okay. Unless I absolutely have to. Um, no, you shut up is fucking 
fantastic. If you don't die on this couch... I may die on this couch. I'm really we're going to watch an good. episode, and then I'll actually leave. <laughs> I'm not watching an episode today. Yeah, you are. I'm sick, Dad. Don't care. Brave internet told live. me I'm wrong. We only have one internet told me I'm wrong. It's John Aston, not Sean Aston. <laughs> <laughs> the Gomez Adams? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, the original it's, Gomez Adams? Yeah. yeah. It's Julia. G- Gomez Adams, not uh, not Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. No, I'm picturing it with him now, though, and it's amazing. Who was on Briscoe County Jr. <laughs> we talked a fair amount about Briscoe County Jr. Yeah. last week. Uh, referencing the Evil Dutch TV show? or No. I just I oh we did not talk about the Simpsons guy, the okay. Simpsons that was uh, on my phone Family TV. Guy crossover. Yeah, um, eh. I actually liked the very end where Peter Griffin's like, I don't like you. That's right, I'm over the Simpsons. And he's talking about the family, but it's obviously yeah. That. And that the whole thing is Peter and Homer getting this overly violent fight. Homer becomes the chicken. He is yellow. Well, they, they make a joke about that where they're like, uh, Peter Griffin goes, uh, and don't drink the water. Everyone looks like they have jaundice. Um, yeah, they make that joke. Um, I do like... Oh, and uh, uh, Don Hersfeld did the um, the couch gag on the uh, new season's premiere. Okay. It's terrifying. As well, yeah, no, Don Hersfeld would do. I was going to say, and they're it's, all the weird... Uh, it's, yeah, the Simpsons in the future? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm looking at it going... This is very Don Hurstfeld, and I like I got mine went oh because it is, but yeah I really the the mashup of Family Guy and and Simpsons I love that like they ended up with like they're like yeah we can be friends as long as we're half an hour apart. Well, it's literally also, one of the lines from the show. Going back to work, what are they gonna do? Come over here and stop us? Nope, I think it's a one off. I believe yeah. is what Brian says. At some point. And that in Family Guy, in in Family Guy uh, uh, mythology or uh, tradition, that um, they closed down the Pawtucket uh, Brewery, and then they're like, "Well, what are you gonna do for a job?" Like, and they're like, "Eh, don't worry about it. Next week will be fine. He'll have his job back because we're gonna reopen the brewery for whatever reason, 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 reason." And I'm going, "Yep, like Family Guy, because he always loses his job." But has it the next episode, and they're and they're and they're aware of it. In the first season, they did actually do an episode where he didn't have a job and ends up getting welfare. Yeah, and the welfare. Well, that had to be horrible, horrible jokes. It was actually pretty funny. I didn't say it wouldn't be funny. I'm just jokes were probably horrible. Uh-huh. No, you shut up. In mistakes I made this week, I'm podcasting while Doug's yelling at me, and I'm sick. So a show. My mistake was that there's a sound effect that's haunted me since 1994. Turns out, I'm sorry, let me bring it up. I'm grabbing it out of my bag. You can probably hear it in the background. There we go. I've been maintained that this sound effect of adamantium claws exiting a stump is slork. Slork. Turns out, I'm flipping around to it. Turns out, I'm sorry, it's a portmanteau of three different words. Schlock. S-H-L-O-O-K. So, schluck. 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 Which is more terrifying, because it says look in it. Um, 
Shrip, S H R S C H R I P P P P P P. Anyway, um, and then Snicked. And I'll, I'll I'll show this to the to the, mm-hmm. to the peanut gallery. Which one is the rip through the hand? Which one's the rip through the metal? I would imagine Luke is the the it's it's it's, skin it's coming up on it. Yeah, snicked in, in blood drenched letters, by the way, mm-hmm. because you know that he talks about like it's a, it's like piercing an ear. Yeah, we have to keep it like going. Um, yeah, he goes through that. Shrip, after he gets I imagine, is the actual sc- scar tissue. Yeah, and then the blood the blood drenched snicked is it actually exiting? But, like it. Yeah, I actually made it worse. Um, also, I'm just like to dig out an, an issue of from the Age of Apocalypse and have Dave go. Yeah, I think my favorite actual use of the snick was what right before that whole thing happened when Legion flips out and Wolverine. It's right when Wolverine comes back after he had his gun on his walkabout and. He, they leave him at the Xavier Mansion to watch Sabretooth. And Is that, so after... It's after, just uh, before the Age of Attractions? Pop- yeah, it's after Fatal Attractions. It's okay. literally like the the issue of... I think it's... I don't know if it's the issue of Wolverine or the issue of um, X-Men. Uncanny X-Men leading uh-huh. directly into the Age of Apocalypse where he's guarding Sabretooth. Sabretooth is talking smack. He splits Sabretooth's face with the outside claws, claws and goes and the last thing you hear is snicked and so I always thought I was like wow they just him the middle finger yeah and then Sabretooth comes back after Age Apocalypse is a lobotomized gentle fellow. after after well, yeah yeah because yeah. he, he joins uh, what is it because that was they made him an X-Men for all yeah jo- I was going to say Joe Casey and then the guy whose art I hate um <laughs> you know that guy one of the whose art that I hate no 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 not Cooper no, 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 I love everything any Cooper has ever done. Okay. Joe, Adam, Adam Andy, Randy. like uh, Mayor. Um, it's uh, Chris. God, you know who I'm talking about? Is it Chris Bachelow and Mark Buckingham? They work a lot. Yeah, on, Bachelow did. Uh, well, I, uh, he does. He did Generation. Uh, he did Generation, Generation X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His art is so fucking cluttered. It drives me yeah. insane. Like I. I hate reading, especially when he's inked by Mark Buckingham, or it might, it might be the other way around. But they did, um, they did a run on, um, uh, on um, what was that? Generation X. Yeah, Generation. I mean, with, he was the uh, original. With Claremont, one. it might, might, might have been Claremont, but um, it might have been uh, Labdell uh, or um, Fabian uh, Nascenza or whatever his name is. Yeah, but uh, you know, like the big X writers of the fucking eighties yep. and nineties. Yeah. Um, but his art fucking drives me insane. And he does, like, death comics. And I'm just like... Like, Neil Gaiman I death comics. And I'm just like, I fucking hate your art, and I'm sorry. You know what? I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Because mm-hmm. I remember going to some specific issue and just being like, I fucking hate this fucking art, but I'm going to have to fucking wait through yeah. it if I want the yeah. fucking story. One or the other on their own is fine. When they mm-hmm. team up to ink each other, it's this fucking disgusting mess. And I'm sorry... I, I know you're established like artists and you're good at what This is just our opinion. Yes, absolutely. Like you can obviously you draw better than I do and I'm the first person on the planet to say that. Stick figures. But this guy. I don't draw stick figures, you asshole. I was talking about me. Oh. 
I actually really like his art style. I think it, I do agree with you. It's very cluttered. It's almost like Jeff Darrow-esque where it's like there's so much going yeah, okay. on that it's Jeff hard. Jeff Darrow's a really, especially when there's anything mechanical. Because if you look at, um, what was that fucking Disney movie of uh, Michael J. Fox? Um, uh, Atlantis. Um, the two, the two comic book guys that did, uh, conceptual art on that were, uh, Jeff Darrow, and you can tell looking at the sub, yeah. it's all fucking bolts and nuts and fucking welding, and then, um, uh, Mignola. Okay, wow. No, uh, yeah, you look, sense. you look at the line work on the characters and mm. the masks yeah, that haunt a lot of sense. Atlantis yeah. or whatever, it's, it's fucking Hellboy, it's ridiculous, in a good way. I actually just put that on my watch list for Netflix. What's that? Atlantis. The Disney's? Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. It was the first Disney movie to have adult jokes. Well, not adult jokes, but jokes for adults. Alicia also made me watch Frozen this week. Dude, let it go. Will you help me hide a body? <laughs> have you seen that? No. Oh my god. Okay. You need to YouTube that. That's the, the, Someone made a parody yeah. of Will You Help Me Build a Snowman? And it actually, like, there's a video on YouTube Is it that, wrong that I just went to Let's Build a Snowman Instead? Oh, yeah, from uh, Cannibal mm-hmm. the Musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't want to sing because I'll get it stuck in my head. But. And it sounds like it's the voices of the, the, the women who well, sing. Well, they did one that was like, you know, fuck it all, fuck it all. I haven't seen that. Fuck this shit. As much as it was very Disney, I have to say, all of the art in it... Especially the ice, because ice is hard to do. It was no. amazing. It was fantastic. Fire is hard to do. Well, I think we're going to call it a little early. Social contract, anyone? Unless you had some mistakes uh, you made this weekend. Yeah, I think I've, I've been working. Uh, the mistakes I've made is like I work too much? not taking drugs to cure my insomnia. I can't find so it. The, yeah. Yeah. That's more of a mistake than social contract. No, no, that's what I said. Yeah. Mistake you made this week. Social contract. Because you, you and I talked about. Uh, I'm trying to kill time. Yeah. Um. Because you and I talked about the insomnia thing. Yeah. I suffered from insomnia last week. I just want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I just want to go to bed. The reverse of insomnia. Anyway, well, I'm not social contract. Sleep. Uh, Doug says he has one. Social contract, asshole. Let your sick friends go to sleep. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!